Welcome to Mobile Armor Radio, the podcast for all things Mecha. Jump ship incoming. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a new episode of Mobile Armor Radio, episode twelve. Man, we've been doing this for a while now. Twelve. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't seem like twelve. It's pretty crazy. I'm only signing on for ten. Oh, you're past your. Uh, you got to do a new contract. You're in, oh. you're in negotiations. We added more when we did those like sub episodes. Yeah. Yeah. That's how we roped you into it. <laughs> yeah. Somehow you end up even more. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, this is this is Brian leading the the charge tonight in the jump ship. I'm Chopper. And I'm Rob. Always at the end. <laughs> Maybe next year we'll we'll rotate the names <laughs> so they go backwards or something. Reverse order. <laughs> yeah, I'm alright. Uh, yeah, we, we should have a we should have a little fun show tonight. It's it's our our one year anniversary of uh, recording this show. Hope hope everyone has been enjoying it so far. One year. One year. Well, it's going to be a, a clip little... show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just a montage of our greatest hits. Yeah. <laughs> No, no, we, we've and got we're stuff done. to talk about. <laughs> we got stuff to talk about. Uh, so with that, I think um, uh, we'll see you guys in the dropship. Dropship landing. All right, and welcome to the jump ship. This is, or, sorry, blah, blah, dropship. That's still staying in. Jumping <laughs> and dropping. One year, you think we'd get it right by now. Uh <laughs> So welcome to the dropship, which is where we talk about what we're we're all working on, like our, our on the the hobby side of things. So uh, I think we'll start tonight with Chopper. What Whoa. have you been up to? With me? Yeah. With me? The same, same. Just still working <laughs> on my cav. Uh, finished with the tanks, and now I finished with all the what I call the tedious work: tanks and infantry. Mm. Now moving on to the robots. Gotcha. Uh, I took a step forward and I opened up my op, uh, Prime Nem- Nemesis Prime and looked at it and was uh, <laughs> in my mental. Because usually I do these when, uh, with model kits. I open them up and then I kind of look at the sprues and I kind of figure out my color schemes and how I'm gonna, how I'm going to prime and base them. So when I cut them off this, the sprues, they'll be ready for their highlight colors and stuff. So it's a process. I think I saw somebody who, uh, like on YouTube, who made one of those. It was it was the regular Prime version, but the same kit, and it mm-hmm. super poseable. Like it was really crazy. It was really yeah. cool looking. I'm yeah. uh, very excited for this uh, Prime, this Nemesis Prime kit. So, uh, so I'm I'm in the planning stages with that. Looking at the sprues, you know, if, uh, whether I want to do a black primer, a gray primer, or a white primer kind of thing. I'm probably going to go with a black primer. Not a zenith. Nice. No, probably with a black primer, and then I'll kind of light blackish up, uh, do a little mix of light gray and black. Oh, yeah. And, I forgot he's black. Yeah, and then some striking white highlights is kind of where I'm going, I think. Like a shine? Uh, yeah, and then silver silver battle damage, chrome battle damage Ooh. kind of thing. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, so now now that I've, I've worked out the color palette a little bit, uh, I'm going to start putting it together. Uh, what else? Oh, I did pick up a uh, uh, Mark II Viper when I was Ooh, out in California. Nice. Uh, that damn kit is hard to find. Yeah. For some reason, uh, it's always out of stock everywhere else. So I finally got me. So now I have a one, two, and a seven. <laughs> and now I'm going to yeah. make three launch tube dioramas, and I will never have table space again. <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. What scale are those in? One thirty-two. I think. Oh, nice. Yeah, they're fairly big. They're, I mean, if you stood a pilot up, it'd be about an inch and a half, two inches tall. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, the, is that the same scale as your, uh, the, uh, what they called, the bad guys? The Silent Raider? Yeah. Uh, Silent, yes. Yeah. Same yeah. scale as the Silent Raider. Yeah, so I've seen that kit. That's pretty big. Nice. Cool. So, still 3D printing all the parts to make launch tube. Now I have to make three. <laughs> uh, but as far as mechs and everything else, that's kind of where I'm at. Nice. Very nice. 
What have you been up to, Rob? Well, as always, I got Gundam loot, and uh, this time <laughs> it was a, uh, well, I, it's going to be hard to pronounce this, but it was a Zero Maru Shinkikesho, but it was an SD kit, and I was like, oh, this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, because it was, usually you get an SD kit and a regular kit, so I was like a little upset. But then as I was starting putting, like I looked it over and I was like, oh wait, this is, it's like got multiple different forms. So that you can have it either as an SD Gundam with a Robo Griffin kind of thing. But if you sacrifice both, you can make a pretty cool HG Gundam out of it. So it's a really odd kit. Like you, you end oh, up. So it's kind of like a, you put two SDs together to make an HD. Yeah, pretty much. It's like it's, you're adding stuff onto the SD from that Robo Griffin guy to make them into a regular Gundam. And it's it ended up really pretty cool Gundam. It was it was neat. But it was such a nice. weird build. Like cuz usually I build I glue <laughs> everything together, but I knew that I I can't uh-huh. because I'm going to be taking stuff apart once you cuz I just kind of went okay, I'm going to start at the beginning and see what how this goes together and it was just like, whoa. It was really weird cuz you have to you have to actually build the SD and the Robo Griffin before you, you the instructions make sense to build the HD. So <laughs> <laughs> it was an odd experience, but I wish I could have kept that Griffin because he was pretty cool. But uh, but I'm happy with the HG anyways, and he also got a stand with that too, so he's he's got a nice stand he's on. Nice. Good. I think I think they did that in um, uh, Build Fighters Try. Yeah, that's what uh, it's from. Yeah. One of the characters had. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it's from. It's a uh, Build Fighters, which obviously I've never seen the show, but uh, so this was a surprise to me. It was a disappointment. You get a kick out of it. But, uh, <laughs> It was a disappointment, and then it was a surprise, and then I was like, "Oh, okay, that's not bad." I was, <laughs> I was nearly like, "I'm, I'm just canceling this membership, stupid <laughs> SD kit." <laughs> yeah, because you signed up for an art, uh, you you get an HD set. HD, yeah. So yeah, yeah to get an SD. So I was like, well, "Oh, Gundam boots, they get those different." Because I always buy the real grade one. Yeah. So it was yeah. <laughs> so I'm paying for HG kits. So to get an SD kit, I'm like, oh, that's pretty stupid. But then it turns out to be an HD kit anyway. So in disguise. Yeah, it was. It really was. It was like it was a trick. It was an evil, evil trick by the Gundam Luke guy. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Uh, other than that, that's about it. I've been working on uh, like a been working on Hellboy and my Star Saga Wave Two. None of those are mechs. So that's what's been filling my days, slicing my fingers. <laughs> so that's the only kit I've gotten recently. I do, nice. I do. After seeing that guy build that uh, that uh, Optimus Prime, it was of the same kit you have. I was looking up to buy one of those, so that might be something I'll be looking around for. Maybe in Chicago, at one of your crazy, uh, your what are they called? Hobby, Hobby stores. stores. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get those kind of places around me. <laughs> so that that's something that uh, I'm looking at. Although, nice. it is Gen Con, so I'm sure I'll end up with a, a ton of other stuff to fill my bag, so I won't have room for a kit. <laughs> right. this, this might be the year I actually, uh, okay, I'm just going to ship stuff home. Because <laughs> 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 I, stu- I do want GKR, and I, I, I knew I couldn't fit it last year, but this year I might uh, I might spring for it. Or try to fit it in my bag, but then I'll just have to throw out all my clothes. <laughs> Why don't I'm you just... just get a giant bag and check it? Well, I do check my bag, but it's that box is larger than most checked bags. <laughs> no, you, you, I mean, you can get a big set. Like, I, we have a giant I, set. I know. I'd have to just, yeah, pay extra for the extra bag. Yeah, that's true. No, no. I mean, it's it's the it's the one size. That's just the bag you check in. Yeah, but I'm most it, positive, like a giant can't... bag. Yeah, it's a. I don't know. I'll show I'll show you some luggage. <laughs> You're gonna are sell you me good? some luggage. <laughs> You'll just have to come over to Evolution Games and, and I, Lansing here. Yeah, we still got a copy. <laughs> <laughs> you still have Jack stuff from uh, Adepticon, so. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Someday make a make a road trip out there because mm-hmm. he, he has to pick up his stuff. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we got anyway. all sorts of events coming up. Yes, lots of good stuff. But uh, that's about it. Uh, yeah. So Brian, do you do anything? Uh, it's once again, it, it's been a, a busy month, so a lot more of it has been kind of on the planning side of things. Uh, I believe I probably didn't mention it yet because it happened at the end of April, but I finally got my, um, my, uh, Idlewise from Valkyria Chronicles. Uh, it's, it's the, it's a, just a main battle tank, uh, that's kind of got a World War II-esque theme, um, 
I, I think I've talked about that that game previously. Uh, but uh, it, it's the the tank in that game is just sweet, and uh, and now I, I finally have my my official model kit for it. Uh, I'm really looking forward to putting that together. A little hesitant because it it is it is one where I think I'd have to paint the uh, the design onto it. It it doesn't come, you know. So, so like in the in the game, it had like camouflage on it and things like that. Mm. So I'd really want to plan that out. Uh, a bit and and get get paints actually together. Uh, I always get uh, a lot of flack from from my hobby group in this area because I don't have the best paints. Uh, some of them are bought at uh, <laughs> your your local Meyer Superstore. So I use uh, uh, yeah, I use like those Apple Barrel paints and stuff, like the cheap stuff too. Sometimes yeah, they tend to be but, just uh, thicker. That's all. Yeah, I, I am trying mm, to. I, stuff I feel like they're they're pigment deficient. Well, it's that they put like a thicker, thicker. Uh, it's not as watery, so that they can have less pigment. I think that's how they get away with it. So it's thicker layers. But, yeah, L- lighter, lighter colors in particular. Yeah, uh, really, really struggle to layer. Mm-hmm. They don't layer well. Usually, uh, I just buy like um, the blacks and browns and stuff for like terrain that way. Like that's I yeah, use. that's a good way to do that. And if, then you have to paint in bulk. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, apart from that, uh, with with my my fantasy uh, mecha that I've been working on, uh, I, I do think I'm going to go with the the full Exia torso uh, and sticking with the the Wraith Knight legs, uh, which is which is a fun combination. I've actually been uh, getting basically like screws um, to to basically make it so I can screw the the torso onto the legs so I can take it apart. Every now and then, mm-hmm. uh, makes would make it a little easier to transport, um, and probably give it something a little bit more solid to to hold it uh, straight up. But uh, so the ne- the next step for that, uh, I'm actually going to be kind of disassembling what I've got for the torso, uh, which which I put a bunch of it already together. Uh, I didn't glue any of it, so I'm going to be kind of de-snapping it so I can prime it all white, because uh, I, I I think that's the the blues of Exia is kind of pulling away from that fantasy element, so I'm gonna I'm gonna paint it all white and then kind of do a more uh, kind of classical uh, I don't know if I like a ceramic kind of bone type uh, look to it. I think will be really really cool looking by the end. Uh, so that's that's that project. Um, I guess I did a, a couple of things. I did. Uh, I know I've I've talked a bit about the Alita Battle Angel uh, franchise a bit here, and uh, I I did decide to finally get around to painting a Dreadball player. Uh, <laughs> just, just, it, one. just one, just <laughs> uh, one <laughs> for right now. Um, in in uh, in the style of Alita, there's a, a figure that was was really close by itself, and then I I added some other. A little little bits uh, from the Mantic line uh, to give her a little sword and a uh, some some shoulder pads. Even painted on a little ninety nine onto her shoulder. So uh, it it turned out really nice. Uh, I I really like it. Uh, she, so she's Wayne Gretzky. So ninety nine. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen the movie it's, yet. <laughs> uh, you should. I think you'd like. I it. know. I I just it's one of those things I haven't gotten around to, but I will. Yeah. I'm I'm chomping at the bit for that thing to come out on home release. Like, mm-hmm. feels like it's been forever, even though it's only been like a couple months. Yeah. Um, and then uh, and and kind of on that similar note, uh, for this next upcoming, uh, we've kind of got like a, a monthly painting challenge with the the Dreadball Fanatics uh, Facebook page, and uh, the the upcoming one uh, looks like it's going to be cheerleader set uh, again for that team and so I'm going to do kind of the next group of my Macross uh, <laughs> group I'm gonna I'm gonna get those guys painted up probably gonna do uh, Cheryl gnome uh, Ronka Lee and maybe Neki Basara we'll, we'll have to see what it all comes together for that <laughs> uh, but uh, I really need to get like a, a VF1 that can just sit next to them on on a stage somewhere do a little photo shoot I think that'd be fun. 
Uh, you can get uh, pretty cheap VF1 model kits. Like they, they're not too, they're mm. reasonably priced. Like the actual toys and stuff are pretty expensive. But if you just want a yeah. model kit, you can get a model kit pretty cheap. Yeah, I need to. I'll, I'll find one. I, I really like the um, quite a few of the different the different uh, jets in that show. Um, all, all the way through, like the the VF25, I think is the one from Macross Frontier. Uh, is pretty cool looking. And, uh, and there's always the the YF19, but uh, anyway, that's uh, that that pretty much sums up my my hobby stuff. That's sci-fi mecha related, <laughs> and then I've got all sorts of other things going on. <laughs> yeah, that's the problem. There's always there's always other other things. Yeah, and I think uh, we'll be talking about those very shortly in the Comstar. Was that a segue? That was a segue. Message from Comstar. And welcome into the Comstar. This is where we talk about all sorts of other kind of media, TV, movies, comics, games, everything under the sun, and some things inside one probably that <laughs> uh, that we we are uh, looking into mecha related. Uh, so this last month, uh, Rob, what did what have you been enjoying? Enjoying. Uh, is that a strong word? <laughs> <laughs> well, there is a, first things, uh, somebody on the, I don't know, somewhere, I think, we, I don't know where I saw it, anyways, there's a site with Battletech paint schemes, which I was enjoying. It's not the, uh, camel specs, it's a better one. It's called unitcolorcompendium.com, and then the link will be in the show notes. But it's, uh, the guy who, uh, posted it was called Donald Rex uh, Gaither, so shout out to that guy because it sent me on a new way to look for my color schemes for my Battletech miniatures. That's good because that other one was hard to get to, to use. Yeah, it was so slow. Camel specs for some reason, I don't know if they they like load every single picture in their database or something. That site was so slow, but this one works mm. great. And I think it might have a little bit more. I like the I like this uh, site, anyways. So that was cool. Um, also, the Robotech RPG is, uh, the PDF is now out on Drive Through RPG, and it's Savage Worlds based. I am not too familiar with Savage Worlds. Mm, I was never a big fan of Savage Yeah, Worlds. I've heard not great things about it, but, uh, people could check it out there. You can, I think it's pretty cheap at, uh, on, uh, Drive Through if you want to check it out before the hardcover comes out. And the other thing I was looking at online was, uh, Osprey Games is, uh, doing some beta testing for a new game called, a uh, mech game called Gamma Wolves. It's, uh, it's miniature agnostic, but they look to be using the Whisper miniatures and, and some other ones as different sizes. There's three different scales. Did in you that. say agnostic? Agnostic, yes. <laughs> it means you Me- don't. Meaning <laughs> you don't have Go to ahead. buy their uh, miniatures. Well, all Osprey games are like that, though, I guess. Yeah, but uh, yeah, called Gamma World, Gamma Wolves, and they do have a Facebook group, so you could check that out. What they're working on there. And that nice. looks interesting. It seems like there, uh, there's somebody who's talking about it on our uh, Facebook group. There's a bit of math involved with damage, but uh, who knows? Maybe it'll be easier than it sounds, but we'll have to check that out. Always looking for a new miniature game for mechs. It's it's my eternal struggle to find one that I like. Mm. And lastly, I've been playing on... I bought a uh, really cheap Nintendo emulator from AliExpress. It was like 15 <laughs> bucks, and it has like 600 games. But one of the games is Macross, and it's uh, like an R-type kind of game, where you could be... Uh, yeah. You could switch between the modes, and it's hard as hell, because all games... It is! <laughs> <laughs> the, the, back in the day were hard, but it was really... It's really fun. So it's... I've been enjoying that little game, and... Uh, and, you, and you play, like, through, like, different sequences of the show... If I recall correctly. I don't think this I one's think that I advanced as that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is just 8-bit. This is like early Nintendo. The old, oh, okay. There's a later one I know that's uh, like Macross Plus, I think but, it's called, that uh, is much better. I think it, there's one like on the Super NES, yeah. Yeah. I think that's that one. But this one is the same kind of game, but it's more of a side scroll. That one's kind of top-down. But uh, mm-hmm. this, I think it goes both ways. Anyways, this one uh, is just hard. It's, you know, <laughs> classic R-type hardness. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. What else? That's about it, I guess. I haven't watched anything, I don't think. I, I finished up watching the, uh, uh, what is it? Love Robots Death or whatever it's called. What's oh, yeah. That was Love, cool. Death, and Robots. Yeah. You were was, close. <laughs> yeah, I was close. But it was, the only real mech one that was really good was that, uh, 
that suits uh, suits yeah but the rest were there's some good ones some really bad ones it was it was a mixed bag but not yeah. horrible i did like uh that 13 where the the um lucky 13 oh yeah that was cool yeah the the, the drop ship or whatever yeah that might be my favorite overall actually that was really good really well done like it looked great and also had a nice story to it so mm-hmm. it was kind of fun and there was that Russian one too, where the Russians were fighting uh, some crazy <laughs> monsters. That was kind of fun too. Yeah. But uh, anyways, I think that covers what I've been doing. Who wants to go next? Uh, Chopper, what have you been up to? Uh, not too much. Uh, as far as reading and stuff concerned, I think uh, just been really trying to get through those Transformer comics. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had a really good time with Megatron Origins. Spoilers. Uh, he originated <laughs> the, the origin. That's all I was going to say because I know the. I, I was going to make mention that we, me and Rob, have talked about in a upcoming podcast mini. Well, I've done the uh, Megatron ones out, I believe, but we're we're going to do the next one. That's why I was afraid you're going to go on to the next one. We're going to talk about. No, no, I was just going to say which one should I not even say which one we're going to talk about? Yeah, we're going in a sort of chronological order. Not of how yeah. they're released, but their chronological order, as in the, the world chron- chron- yeah. chronology. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it it, uh, so, it skips around a bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, this one is uh, what is it? Optimus Prime Spotlight? No, it was uh, not. It's Optimus. Autocracy. Well, before that, the sequ- the prequel to that is called uh, Orion Prime Spot or Orion Pax uh, Spotlight, and then yeah, in, into Autocracy or Autocracy. Autocracy. Yeah, I guess so. It's not spelt the same. <laughs> Which is Autocrats, part of a tri- roll out. <laughs> it's part of a trilogy and it's it's kinda like the beginning of the Autobots and yeah. It's gonna be fun. We're gonna be talking about that very soon. Hopefully we get or time to record. End of the Autobots, depending how you want to look at it. Dun 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 <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> Depend on what symbol you decide to wear. <laughs> wow. That's all flag. fun. Uh so I've been when I say power through them, I mean read them. Uh, I've been I've actually had some hard uh, finding the hard time to read, uh, just because I've been super busy with other things. Uh, Life is busy. Go, yeah, having to go back to California suddenly, and might have still have to go back again in July. Uh, so um, so I'm reading parts in, on on the plane when I go back. And things like that, uh, but I haven't started anything new other than those comic books because that's pretty much all I have mobile-wise. Uh, okay, I'm taking it with me. Uh, but uh, <laughs> yeah, that's it. Just the Transformer comic books. They're pretty good. I mean, don't get me wrong. So if you didn't jump on that humble bumble, humble bundle, humble bumble, the if you didn't jump on the hubba bubba, the hubby, if you didn't jump on the hubby. Then uh, you missed out on some a good set of comic books. Yeah, yeah but like we say, it's uh, you can definitely find them pretty cheap at at uh, Comicsology. So go mm-hmm. there and buy them and read along with us because it's fun. And we should actually post. I don't know if we did post it in the uh, uh, Facebook to uh, have a little talk about it. Anybody else reading it, they can put their thoughts in there. But like a little not? book club. <laughs> yeah, little book club. Did but we not? I thought we did. We probably did, but I didn't. I don't, I don't remember. I mean, we don't think we were, we said to anybody. It's been to, so long ago. Well, then we should do that because that was a good episode. Yeah. I think yeah. we did post it, but I, I don't know if anybody – we didn't ask people to talk about it, so I don't think people did. But we will we, – <laughs> Now we, is your chance, everyone. Everyone talk about it. <laughs> talk about it. We'll post <laughs> it. talk about it. Group. Yeah. But uh, we're definitely uh, going to continue doing that because it's fun. Yes, we did post it, but nobody talked about it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Bring that... the hype back to it. Yeah. Hype it up. Brian, what you got going? Uh, well, I've got uh, – let's see. What have I been watching? I, I kind of got back into the um, like the, the Aliens and Predator universe for a spell of uh, – been playing the the alien isolation game mm. which i only tangentially connect because i don't know if there is or is not a power loader by the end of that game <laughs> which is which is one of the more iconic movie mechas uh even if it was just a small one um but uh on a on a similar note actually um 
As of this recording, there is a new trailer dropped for Terminator Dark Fury. Yeah, I saw something that. like that. I don't understand what that's about. It's the next uh, Terminator um, movie. <laughs> there, there's a new Terminator movie coming out uh, with with uh, James Cameron producing and uh, being directed by Tim Millar, uh, the guy that did uh, the first Deadpool. And so uh, the trailer looked kind of fun. So uh, we'll we'll have to see where it goes because you know. It's a trailer, <laughs> after all, one of the first. So yeah, I'm trying to figure out what what they did try what what's the end of this story. Well, it seems very similar to every other Terminator story. A Terminator has come back from the future and she's trying to kill a lady who who has some reason to be killed by the future people, and then the, yeah, another I mean, Terminator has ha- to protect her. And then my question is, how many people are so tied into Skynet? <laughs> well. <laughs> You know, because didn't we kill the guy who did it? Well, this is skipping, this movie is skipping, uh, it only is, one and two are the only ones that matter to this movie. Everything I think after... one and two are the only ones that are canon. Yeah. yeah. So it's rebooting it, kind of. These things are killing me. Well, the last one was so much, like, on-screen fan fiction that it was... Oh, I didn't even oh, watch it, to be honest Oh, it was, it was hilarious to watch. Like, I, I kind of recommend it. Is that, that Genesis? Least. Yeah. Yeah, that was it was I think that was better than the other one, but yeah. But uh three but anyway, is, three uh, is the worst for sure. <laughs> Which one was three? Is that with the girl? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Rise of the Machines or something? Yeah, I think it was Rise of the Machines. Uh let's see. Other other things that have been going on. Um more and kind of a news type uh thing there was that the Lancer uh, tabletop Kickstarter uh, was su- was successfully funded uh, pretty significantly, actually. Yeah. Uh, did a, a pretty decent job with their. I'm gonna pull it up right now. Just in a different tab. Uh, their original uh, request was for like forty six thousand. They wound up with four hundred and thirty two thousand, uh, with almost almost ten thousand backers. So. Uh, yeah, I think it shows that uh, a mech RPG is wanted. Like, it was, yeah. it was like, it filled a niche that people didn't realize was there. Like, cause there is a Battletech one, but it's been out of print forever. And now this, mm-hmm. uh, the Robotech one's just coming out now, but this one seemed to scratch some itches. I, I backed it, so we'll see what happens. Yeah. I, oh, go ahead. If you, if you backed no. it, you might know more. No, I, I, I don't know anything about it. I tried to avoid <laughs> reading more about it. Uh, I gotcha. Yeah, I'm I'm really interested in it. I, I had to uh, do a pass on the actual uh, Kickstarter part, but uh, a lot of these games these days, I actually, uh, if if it's you know going pretty successfully, I I wait for it to to come out and I get it at my local shop because um, yeah. it it will inevitably show up there. Um, so I'm I'm pretty excited for that one. I I think it was it was also one that was I don't know if it was. A hundred percent, like a, an original IP, or um, if it was based off a previous one. But like, like you were saying, we, the other ones out there is like BattleTech and Robotech. Uh, they're like kind of known franchises, so it was really, really neat to see this one, which was a little bit more kind of a, a different, different twist on that concept uh, coming out. Yeah, it seems like it was a labor of love by the creators. They've been working on it for years, like playing amongst themselves, and finally decide to put it out to the to the masses. And uh, obviously, all that work's paid off. The they already have, like we said last time, the PDF was like 500 pages already. So it's they've <laughs> they've really thought this game through, and they've been working hard on it. It's not like they have to start from the beginning on this. They're they've it's pretty much right. a done done product. They just have to. They're getting all new art and. And uh, cleaning it up and putting it into an actual book, so it's it's pretty cool. Yeah, that's why I like uh, supporting those kind of uh, uh, RPG kickback uh, kickstarters, just because you can tell it's just a like these guys. It's something they've wanted to do, so it's kind of nice to. Mm-hmm. And it was relatively cheap; it wasn't that expensive. Yeah, yeah, and it, it's I, I do like those projects that like it really kind of ooze creativity, kind of like that that Borderlands uh, kind of kind of feel to it um but yeah uh, in, in some other news there was uh i think since we had, had talked last the the code geos uh lelusa of, Res- of the resurrection <laughs> event happened uh, i think it had uh, a limited theatrical release in the u.s and canada uh in may here um i didn't i didn't see it myself it wasn't 
happening anywhere around me. Um, but, uh, it, it's, it's interesting to see that franchise, uh, kind of come back. Um, I, I don't know what uh, happens in the story and I won't, obviously I won't spoil it for, for anybody else, but, uh, the, the, uh, it, it's interesting that where they, it sounded like they were kind of continuing the story. Yeah. Um, and, and the, the original, uh, two season series, uh, concluded pretty solidly. So it was, it was an odd, odd, seemingly odd decision. Um, but it, it seemed to be pretty well received as far as I can tell. Uh, once it gets more of a home release, I'm sure we'll get more reviews coming in. Well, it's also the, uh, the name, I think it, it confuses people because that name is like, what the hell? <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, if, if you're not familiar with Code Geass, um, uh, what the heck was the, the first one was called like Lelouch Rebellion or something like that. Uh, they couldn't just call it Code Geass the movie. <laughs> no, and, and there is there was another like Code Geass project in between. Like is it's it's kind of all over the place, but um, it's it's a fun it's a fun show. And actually, uh, as of as of this recording, Code Geass is on Netflix uh, in the U.S. So uh, if if you're interested in a, in a giant mecha show uh, that's got a bit more of a just a different kind of twist to it. Uh, I definitely recommend checking that out. It, it, it does start very much as kind of a real robot kind of show. By the end, it gets a little super, uh, with, with the weapons that they get their hands on, but, uh, it's a pretty, pretty solid show. Especially if you enjoy anti-heroes. It was like the thing in 2009. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's the uh, thing in my heart always. <laughs> Uh, but apart from that, I know, I know I'm going to be forgetting something, but that, that covers a whole lot of it, uh, what I've been doing lately. I've just been wicked busy, so I haven't done as much either. Yeah, it's a sad state of affairs that we've all been so busy. It's hard to, uh, get anything done. But, uh, hopefully just, the summer's coming, so maybe we'll get more, more time to enjoy it. Yeah, I, I think it would be nice. <laughs> oh, you know, you know what we didn't mention was, uh, you know, Avengers Endgame had some mecha stomping around in it. <laughs> that happened. We won't spoil that show for nobody. <laughs> did it? But that that did come out. It did. They had giant monkey or at guys. Least some of the power suits. Well, they had power suits for sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to remember. Did the Hulkbuster show up? <laughs> uh, no. It's, it's kind of the only one that really qualifies. Yeah, he's a bit bigger, but uh, they did have giant, uh, like monkeys in like powered armor, which that almost counts as a mech. They were quite large. <laughs> yeah. Why am I not remembering that part? It's the end battle. You probably won't even it's, notice it's it. It was the so big battle. Yeah. Spoilers. It's a big battle at the end. So <laughs> <laughs> we won't spoil anything. Then we talked about the whole. Where the where the monkeys come from? Then they were the part of the uh, Thanos's group. They, they weren't real monkeys. They were like space monkeys, but they looked like monkeys. <laughs> oh my god, I don't remember them being in power armor. Well, it was a long movie. <laughs> it was, well, it was also overwhelming. It was just like, what's going on? It's so much there stuff happening at once. Happening. I mean, I liked it, but I didn't think it was the, the bomb everyone had said it was, so. I've liked others more. I agree. I mm. think this Spider-Man movie is going to be better. Uh, I don't know about that, but, uh. I'm hoping. I mean, so far, the vibes I'm getting from it, I feel like it will be better. I do like how uh, accurate Mysterio is looking with the dome and everything, so that's cool. And I'm I hope... not a big fan of him being from a multiverse, though. I, I think that's a lie, because he's a liar. But I don't. I think... It's, you're, you're a liar, liars. Mysterio. You're a liar. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, you're such a liar. But uh, I do hope, like, at the end, it's just like Wolverine shows up. Oh, yeah, I came from another real reality, too. <laughs> God, don't. Well, Mar- Marvel is partial to doing those those kind of hoodwinking uh, type things. I mean, like Iron Man three, the all the trailers were were touting this one big villain, yeah. and uh, and he, he turns out to not be the villain. Oh, I'm gonna uh, get me started on that. That fucking. He's <laughs> <laughs> so, an so angry yeah, man. Not- and and we're moving on. <laughs> we're done talking about Marvel Universe. Right now. Yeah, yeah. You so brought that- up Iron Man three. You just you're gonna trigger me. <laughs> Yeah, that pretty much sums up kind of what I've been uh, doing as far as entertainment goes. Um, 
Yeah. And so I think with that, we'll, we'll just be moving right on into the, the Mech Behaner and our main topic for the month. Let's hope Pat cools down by then. <laughs> now entering the Mech Behaner. Welcome to the Mech Behaner, everyone. We, we've, uh, we've had some time to, to, to simmer a little bit. And, uh, <laughs> and so since, since this is, you know, after, after our first year, uh, doing this show and, and, uh, really kind of having this community, uh, come around us, we, uh, wanted to kind of take a moment and, and talk a little bit about the future, whether it be the far distant future with jetpacks and stuff, or, uh, you know, just, just the near future and, and what we'd like to see as far as Mecha goes, uh, hover cars. Yeah. So, um, as far as, you know, any, any kind of Mecha related things that, uh, that are, that are coming out that we're really excited for, uh, or even just uh, things we'd like to see in in one industry or the other uh, kind of come to fruition. So, so Pat, why, why don't you get to, you get to go first? What? <laughs> yeah, he, he threw that to you, knowing that you didn't have anything. <laughs> <laughs> He's a mean person. No, no, so, I was just alternating. <laughs> it's true. So, I guess what I'm looking for in the future is. Uh, I'd like to see more mech games, honestly. You know, with mm. the Advent Alpha Strike and Cav coming around with a third Kickstarter. Uh, I'd like to see something else. You know, that it's, there, we put a couple things that were coming around. Maybe there was a, a Robotech, not a Robotech, a Gundam, Gundam one. Yep. Yeah. Mm. So I'd like to see a little more fruition. I'd like to see, because, you know, uh, I enjoy playing a plethora are you interested in like miniature games. games or like board games? I'd like to see more miniature game. Another yeah. miniature game, you know, because uh, right now Cab is great. Uh, just a couple of things I'd like to see change with Cab, but you know that's for the designer to decide, not for me. Uh, it doesn't d- deter from the game for me, uh, you know. Uh, I guess basically what I'm saying is I'd like to see a, a miniature game come out. That's as good. Still, I don't know what the word I'm looking for is. Realistically, you're somewhat complicated. Oh, see, I'm the exact opposite. I want something that's uh, super simple and fun to play. <laughs> but that's the. But that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for a nice, simple combat system. But everything but else, the, but it still has a lot of depth. Yeah, yeah, depth. Mm-hmm. That's what. I'm, that's what I'm looking for. A richness that's to a, it. A depth that that Cav has. And Battletech has. Battletech is a little too much depth. Yeah. <laughs> Cav, I think, has the right amount of depth, but their combat system is, uh, is, a, is a steep learning curve. I'll be honest with you. It's, it's a steep learning curve, and it takes, uh, you know, after demoing, uh, hey, yeah, you forgot the game to mention that, uh, yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so, to add on to my, <laughs> whatever, doing. whatever <laughs> segment, I demoed Cav with, uh, a good friend of mine, John, who I, I'm, who I'm calling is the Cav Champion because he's got a real good knack for the lists and uh, and knowing the rules, and uh, I think he's a good champion for that game. Or he and uh, he is a great supporter of it. But he's also the same way, like with, on the same line. I think with me with that. Uh, while it's still better than the craziness that could be BattleTech, uh, there's the uh, the combat system itself in Cav can be a little streamlined. And I'd like to see a little more streamlined combat system for a a mech game coming out in a miniature game. Uh, yeah, that's the problem with that uh, Osprey one that we were talking about, the Gamma Wolves one. It oh, once again, it sounds like it's uh, a little too complex. Like you don't, you shouldn't have to do math to figure out damage. And that's the same with battle techs like that. And there's like a lot of games, or, or you don't want also want to be like 40k, where it's just you're rolling 8,000 dice just to. Yeah, see what's and, and, happening. And Cav, in a sense, is a little bit that way. It's not as bad as such. You know, you're you're rolling dice, figuring out the difference between the dice and the number, and then adding all these other things, and then subtracting armor from that, and then you check a chart to see how much damage you do then. Yeah. Instead of just that number being the amount of damage you do. I mean, again, that's for the designer to decide. And uh, uh, while the way it is now is not a deterrent for me in the game. I actually still like the game. Um, as a player, that's what I would like to see. Yeah, it's it, it's one of those things where you want a lot of weapon choices in a game, 
but it's hard to differentiate all the weapons that they do slightly different things or different damages. Then you have to have huge damage numbers, and then, like, I can understand the complexity of the problem, but I think there is a solution. We just haven't seen it yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, um, frankly, um, I think Mech Zone is one of the better ones because it's just Dead Zone. <laughs> and it's, but it's maybe a little, <laughs> but it is a little too simple, I think. That's the, that one's a little, it's on the other, the far end and the simple It's on the side. other end, yeah. yeah. Uh, I can see that. Yeah, so, so somewhere in the middle there. I'd like to see that, a little more miniature games. Uh, do I, board games, I don't, I don't know if Mech, you know, actually, now that I think about it, I would like to see, uh, uh, risk style, uh, Axis and Allies style, Axis and Allies style mech game either in the Battletech universe or any, any universe really. Yeah, I'm amazed that, that hasn't mechs. been skinned, yeah. I know there's that, um, that game Scythe, but, mm. uh, I, yeah, I think and that that's has, a lot less that, about the, the mechs yeah, and more. The, it's very much the, the mechs basically are just transports. Yeah. In this, in that game. I'm amazed, actually, with... As opposed uh, to being tanks. With Harmony Gold selling their license to everybody, I'm I'm amazed that uh, that somebody hasn't taken it and put it on risk. Or Well, I guess it's, it's probably because it, Hasbro owns all that stuff, and they don't want to work with them, I'm sure, so... Yeah. It might be in the works. I mean... Well, they don't have much time. They, they're losing <laughs> that license soon, so... <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that, but it should be, like you say, risk. That'd be so simple to put it on top of risk and just make yeah, it. Yeah, but I don't think I'd want to see risk itself. I'd like yeah. to see someone actually Tracks develop and a game. Actually, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. Develop a game in that, in that genre. So you, yeah. so you get the feel of that world. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Large, large scale battles, but with still miniatures on the, representing them on a board, maybe on a, a world or, yeah. yeah. Yeah, um, I maybe even like to see a fifteen mil or ten mil version of. Well, there is BattleTech or, or Cav even. There is BattleTech. The what is it? Battle Force. I think it's called. It's the small version, but nobody ever plays okay. it, and I'm sure it's super complicated. I've never seen. I've never tried it. I actually, have the box set. I should read it. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm pretty sure it's pretty complicated. I would almost willing to bet. <laughs> yeah, but it is. It is the smaller scale because I know it's sometimes you're talking about just taking lances instead of yeah. And, and I say lances, not stars, because stars are for wusses. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, yeah, that'd be, I, I agree 100% about the game thing, for sure. Uh, <laughs> I kind of, yeah, so I think that's really, you know, the video games come out, they're great, the, the next adapt, or adapt, what do you want to call it, update for mm. Battletech is going to be nice with the urban stuff, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, computer games, uh, I don't think, or any of the video games, I don't feel like the, uh, anything, I'm not expectant or, I don't know whether it is, I don't think anything needs to come out, or anything that comes out, I'm not going to be too disappointed with. Sure. Or, yeah, in that sense. You're not too picky at what comes up. <laughs> no, as far as that concerned. But, you know, as far as the bread and butter that started this all off, is the, the tabletops and the miniatures, I'm actually looking forward to some of these new factions from, uh, GKR also. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's what, something that needs to be expanded upon more GKR stuff. Is there stuff? Oh, there's the, yeah, yeah, there's four more down the pipe here. Nice. Like, uh, Happy Thunder Pharmaceuticals. I'm looking at them right now. Cool. <laughs> Hammer Strike Ammo. Is it gonna be those smaller uh, expansion sets? Like, do you got before the Sugar and Spice one? Or something yeah, like but that? I think these ones are just individual. So you're gonna one. get the robot yeah. and three support robots. That's cool. So maybe I'll pick these up at Gen Con. That's Gen Con. Big box. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how about you, Rob? What, do you, what are you? What projects are you uh, interested in or hope for in the future? I have to. Uh, I actually had on my list uh, like miniature games for sure. Like especially mm. that Gundam game that we saw somebody was testing out and uh, was doing a, a uh, what is it a prototype for? That yeah. They actually were already talking to Bandai about, which is kind of cool. So it's a little farther along. So I, uh, I'm excited to see that because. They do have that other like homemade ones, but you know you want you want something that's supported, so that's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. Because hey, it's even more stuff to buy, right? So <laughs> they did do that uh, Gundam game. That was a different scale a long time ago, but those now to get those miniatures now are like so expensive, like you can't oh, yeah. do it. So I also speaking of miniatures, I do want. I don't think it's possible because I, I think it's part of the licensing deal with. Uh, Catalyst and uh, Ironwind miniatures, but Ironwind does all the metal miniatures. I want more plastic miniatures because those plastic miniatures are so much better than the metal ones. 
They are so mm. nice that came in that box set. They are they are great. But I don't think it's possible with the way that they have their licensing worked out. Mm. I think they're only allowed to do miniatures in starter sets. I think that's how they did it. So I don't expect to see any more of those. But that's what I would something I would really want to see because I loved them and I liked the more variety. And uh, I find the Ironwind ones are a really odd. Like there's so many of them, so you get really odd mechs. Like you're like, why would I want that mech? But and though like the ones you want are out of stock, kind of thing. So it's like, or or hard to find. Plus the unseen for BattleTech, they they should be coming back, so that'll be exciting. There's actually a rumor that in the new uh, update for uh, BattleTech, the video game, that the unseen mechs they they said there'll be things that people haven't seen in a long time in the game. <laughs> so <laughs> so I hopefully that includes uh, unseen mechs. That'd be great if we get like a Marauder or something. And more puns. Be, <laughs> and more puns. Also, that BattleTech uh, video game, I want them to expand into the Inner Sphere. Right now, it's on the periphery, and uh, I'd love to get more Inner Sphere battles, like expand the map. That'd be great. Right now, I I played it so much that I'm sick of that little area. I'm like, okay, I've been here, I've done this, you know. But to expand the map out, so you can all of a sudden fly up to Kirita space and start raiding places, or fight some Lao, you know, that kind of fun stuff. Uh, yeah, that'd be kind of fun. Hopefully that's in the future. I don't know how much they have the ability to do that. I'm not sure if it's a uh, licensing once again, or if it's just they that would be hard to do. I'm not sure how they're, that, what their plans are, but they did the uh, Shadowrun games, and they really expanded on those over the years, so mm. so hopefully it's a similar line that we get more and more content. Uh, Transformers TV show is coming out next year. That'll be fun on on Netflix. I I kind of look forward to that. It's it's a pre it's taking place on Cybertron, so that should be interesting. If, we'll see how that goes. <laughs> I do want to play a sci-fi RPG online over Skype sometime this next year. That is a, a mean thing, and hopefully it'll have mechs in it. <laughs> Does that count? Uh, yes. Also, how would you how would you do that? RPG, you don't, you just, you don't, you just, no, no, when, when you said having, hopefully you had mechs, would you do a... Well, Lancer is a, that's a mech R- RPG, it would be something like that, I assume. But oh, to have like a, were, an MMO kind I of thing you were gonna, where... No, I'm I saying like... do like battles. No, no, this is like RPG, like, you know, just playing role-playing game. Just us playing role-playing games over Skype. No, no, I know, I get that. <laughs> oh, okay, oh, okay. Excellent. and I was thinking you were going to combine a game of Battletech in with the well, role-playing specs. They do have the Battletech role-playing game, but I don't know. That's what, once again, we need a good role-playing game. That Going to check out that Robotech one. Going to check out the others. Who knows what's going to happen. It doesn't even have to be those, because also Expanse role-playing games is coming out soon, which is going to be sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, and the last thing I want is a special request to Mantic Games, and it's <laughs> this is going out to Ronnie. I'll never hear it, because I think he hates mechs. Uh, I want a G.I. Joe slash Transformers miniature game. <laughs> I would die for that. That'd be the best. It could even be in 15mm scale, because then you could do the Transformers alright size, and even have the G.I. Joe's a little lower, smaller scale. But, man, I would I would love that. It, Only once to again, make fumbles. Fumbles? Have you not seen that robot chicken? No, probably a long time ago. <laughs> I'm posting it on the on the mobile arm radio. <laughs> right now. Uh, yes, so uh, but it's once again Hasbro is notoriously hard to license from. But oh, yeah. but uh, My Little Pony has a or RPG, so <laughs> it's, it's possible. That's a Hasbro product. So that's Ronnie. Get on it, man! <laughs> it's all you, Ronnie. <laughs> Hellboy's done with Walking Dead's over. <laughs> We need a new license, and this is it. <laughs> Even in England, it's it's Action Force and Transformers are huge in England. Transformers comic books get the comic book license from IDW, man. That's the way to go. <laughs> Too bad Dark Horse doesn't uh, do the Transformers games. There'd be a good chance of it happening, man. Because Dark Horse loves Mantic right now. Transformers by Mike Mignola. Yeah, that'd be. Yeah, that'd, that'd be interesting. Sweet. Actually, I'd love to see that picture now you say that. Or G.I. Joe. G.I. Joe by Magnola? That'd be oh. Nice. Yeah. Well, that's me. Brian, what do you what do you got in the future? What do you want to see happening? Oh, man. Pretty much agree like wholeheartedly with everything you guys have said. Uh, I'd love to see more 
more tabletop games come out that are, are mecha related, especially like those that are of like the Gundam flavor, mm-hmm. where a lot of us already have maybe the the models that we'd be playing with, um, or something similar. I really like the idea of doing uh, uh like doing a, an online uh, over Skype version of Lancer or another RPG like that. Uh, so leave a comment in the sections below if you want us to record those episodes <laughs> and and watch us make fun uh, fun times rolling rolling fake dice or real dice. But um, the uh, definitely uh, to to kind of come back to the 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 video game side of things. Uh, I would love to see uh, a return. Well, maybe not necessarily a return, but I would love to see more kind of real-type mecha games that are more in that kind of third person, like you're controlling the robot. Uh, Right now, like, the tactical ones are are really big, and it's a great, you know, uh, uh, mechanic for for playing those games. Uh, But I, I always remember... Uh, running around in this, you know, Japanese-only game of, of Gundam 0081 uh, Battle Report, and uh, and it, it was it was very much real robots stomping around. You felt like the uh, the eighth team uh, wandering through the jungle, uh, getting shot at from from above and everything like that. Uh, I just feel like we don't see as many of those kind of games uh, anymore from a like a AAA uh, studio, and I know that's that's. It's kind of a, a <laughs> it's a difficult uh, uh, industry seemingly right now. Uh, yeah, if it's there, not a there's a lot going shooter, on. Shooter like it doesn't sell. It seems like now it has to be an online first person shooter that has loot boxes. So unless you and, have those things, you're you're <laughs> not did you say loot boxes. Yeah, that's he, what's he did. And and the interesting thing with that is like that's loot crates are being taken to U.S. court. Yeah, uh, there, there's movements to. Uh, address them as, uh, you know, like child gambling. gambling. Yeah. yeah. So, Does that include uh, Gundam loot? No, this is uh, in-game stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In- where in-game. You, you pay a certain amount of money and then they drop a box and you have to hope that you get what you want. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, right now they, they kind of get away with it being that they disclose the percent chance that you'll get the mm-hmm. thing. Uh, I think is the only uh, requirement that they have. Yeah, but- and I... I feel like that's going to be changing in the near future. And that's here. pretty flimsy since you know the percent chance of winning a blackjack game. You know the percent chance of winning craps. It's the same idea. It's just, uh-huh. it's, it's chance. So it's it gambling. Is chance. <laughs> but, but, uh, we've got pretty strict regulations on gambling in the United States. But even lotteries, uh, you know what the chance of winning a lottery is? Kids can't play lotteries. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, it, so it, it's a landscape that's changing uh, pretty pretty dramatically. I, I see in the next few years, uh, but I would love to see some big uh, studios kind of take a chance on either either an existing mecha franchise like a, another Gundam uh, game in that style, or you know, I know I like Mech Warrior itself kind of has has spun off into an online game. Uh, I think Titanfall. Is still around. Um, MechWare uh, is uh, MechWare Online is first person though. MechWare so, Online. Yeah, it's not quite the same. And MechWare Five is coming out this year too. So, but that's first person. You want third top down kind of or three quarter view kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that that kind of third person. They don't really make those thing. kind of games much anymore, do they? It's like they, you say, it's more tactics now. Yeah. Yeah, which you know, it's it's a it's a thing that comes and goes as as trends do. And, uh, what become, you know, what's popular and whatnot. But, um, I'd also love to see the same kind of thing happen when, in the movie side of things. Uh, we've had quite a few big blockbusters now in that sci-fi genre bringing in, uh, you know, giant robots and stuff. You know, we've, we've had Pacific Rim, uh, and its sequel. We've had things like, uh, Edge of Tomorrow, which had mecha, you know, power suits and stuff like that. Uh, I, you know, Ready Player uh, One, Ready Player One, Iron Man, uh, you know the the whole Marvel uh, cadre there, where it was all robot power suits for a good chunk of it. Like, I mean, like if you think about it, like half of those Marvel movies have some kind of robot in them. Yep. Um, and and just kind of crazy things like that. Uh, movies are probably 
a bit more willing to take a chance. I mean, the Bumblebee movie it was pretty successful uh, as well. Yeah, it's almost guaranteeing a new Transformers movie for sure. Yeah. yeah, it was actually fairly good too. Yeah, it was. That's like what I heard. <laughs> other than John Cena. Oh, he's he's campy in it. I like John Cena in it, actually. Uh, he's horrible in it. No, he's super campy. He's just like... Not campy, he's just horrible. I like the whole time he's just like, why are we trusting these people, like the Decepticons? It's in their name. They're called Decepticons. <laughs> but uh, uh, also, we got the Gundam movie coming out, theoretically. We have Robotech, yep. theoretically, coming out. They just announced a, uh, a live-action... Um, uh, Akira by 2021. So mm-hmm. we got a lot. Oh, did that guy ever get his fun, the funding for that? I I don't know who was funding what, but it's uh it's it's uh what's his name? Taika Waititi. Taika Waititi. Yeah, he's he's he announced it. Yeah. The guy the guy who did Thor Ragnarok. Yep. Because there was a guy trying to trying to fund it. He's he was the he was in Supernatural. Oh, I'm not sure. I know uh, Leonardo DiCaprio won the rights for a long time for that movie. But a lot of anime movies coming out, so I think it is a time where we might yeah. get uh we might get more super robots and amazing or movie or something. Yeah. And it, and I mean like I mean, even even they, Alita they, they, did all right in the yeah. in the box office. Yeah. The Ultraman TV show, uh, yeah. Netflix one was really mm-hmm. good. Net- Netflix has been really good yeah. about uh being a place where they could really test the waters with with New creative projects. Yeah, I mean, like, the, new love Voltron was, the new Voltron was good. Yeah, we love Voltron. The new Voltron was yeah. great. And uh, they do do the interesting things like that uh, Death Love and Robots. And mm-hmm. and also uh, new Transformers is going to be on Netflix too. I think they're willing to show older ones and they see how many people – they have like instant – uh, ratings, so they know how many people watch each show. So when they see the shows like uh, Code Geass get tons of uh, tons of uh, views, all of a sudden they'll be like, "Oh, well, we could finance this. It'll get more views. We'll get more money." And I think they realize that anime is getting a lot of views on their thing, so it's it's something to put money into. We don't have to oh, wait yeah. for rating systems anymore, or hope box office like box office can be ruined. Look at like things like Hellboy, or box office is ruined by one bad review. Like it, mm-hmm. like. I haven't seen Hellboy yet. I don't think it is good, but a lot of people liked it. But I think it would really turn people off right away when all the bad reviews came out, and you don't go then. That's why I didn't go. So, it's, yeah, it's it's one of those things where it's. Uh, I think box office isn't a good indication of how good a movie is, and even Alita, like that, should have done much better. And right now, it's getting a huge thing where people are saying it's the best, it's the most underrated movie that came out last year. Everybody said it just never got what it should have gotten. Hmm. But so I think Netflix. Man, I can't watch. Knows I can't it. wait to watch it again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, me too. I can't wait to watch it in the first place. But it's things like that where it's it's maybe not big enough for a big budget movie, but it's definitely big enough for a Netflix show or a Netflix movie. So, mm-hmm. and we we got some good Netflix movies, live action ones too, like so sci fi. So oh yeah, it'll continue. They, they've been they've been great for. Our, our kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. And I think Robot Jocks is uh, about due for a reboot. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, that'd be a fun one. That'd be a fun one to come back. And uh, Gunhead. And Gunhead, yeah. Gunhead. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so, like, one of the last uh, ones I'll, I'll kind of throw out there that I'd love to see more, because I, I, I kind of keep coming back to it, is I'd love to see more kind of fantasy giant mecha shows. Yeah. That's um, something that seems to be neglected, yeah. Yeah, I, I know there's there's been a couple kind of here and there. Um, I haven't been able to to catch all of them, uh, but I, I feel like Escaflone has kind of been between that and maybe the the uh, Samurai Seven are kind of the the two big ones that stand out, and then there's just not much else um, in that same kind of vein. So I'd love to see something like that. Uh, make a resurgence. It doesn't have to be, you know, a, a reboot of Escaflone mm-hmm. by by any means. But uh, I really think that's an that's an underserved and unique space that could be uh, really really interesting to dive into. And I mean, you know, steampunk is is certainly a genre that has really carved out a niche for itself and and been growing um, in fun ways. So also- I, I don't think it's a uh, 
it's a it's a bad concept by any means. No, that's for sure. You can add mechs to anything; it's great. But I'd also mm-hmm. love to see a, a like Firefly, like futuristic cowboy kind of thing, but also mm-hmm. have like that kind of stuff in it. That'd be fun. Oh yeah, like I love Dragon, the that mm-hmm. anime series, and yeah, so in that I I think those kind of shows you have a little bit of humor and a little bit of cowboys and a little bit of mechs. That's all you need. It is kind of funny looking back at those shows, like from the from the late '90s, and you compare like their their heroes in there to a lot of the ones we get today. And boy, were were our heroes back in the '90s like complete idiots sometimes? <laughs> that was the best thing about Vash; he was just the worst. <laughs> like they'd have their moments where they like were really cool. But other times they're just bumbling around, they're making weird faces, they're doing stupid stuff. Well, that's the best thing about him is he was actually really good. He just was so stupid that he didn't realize how good he was, or he thought he was better than he was, really. And they, it was the side characters who actually just saved the day all the time. Oh, yeah. It's like Inspector Gadget right there. <laughs> <laughs> right. So all, 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 so many heroes these days are very are very self-serious. And yeah, yeah. They, they can't do anything goofy. I'm like... Man, we grew up on that kind of stuff all the time. Anyway, that's that's uh, that pretty much sums up most of what I'd like to see in the future. Um, I think flying cars would be pretty sweet. Uh, <laughs> I I know the FAA is actually uh, testing out uh, with NASA working with NASA to test out automated drone traffic controlling. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Reno, I uh, guess. What does that mean? Uh, basically they are, um, they're, they're basically building roads in the air. So, uh, so that's drones that can do like parcel delivery, you know, emergency medical equipment delivery, things like that. Can that be shot they... out of the sky by unruly <laughs> teenagers like myself. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, for uh, God's sakes, we have kids throwing bowlers over overpasses and killing people. Yeah, but it's still illegal. <laughs> yeah, what I'm saying, yeah. well, more now when you when you uh, you basically putting flying targets in the sky. <laughs> yeah, maybe they'll have to have uh, yeah some kind of. Uh... There'll be some interesting legal arguments that come out of this because uh, there have been people that have been shooting down drones, drones that yeah. people uh, you know go over their property or whatever for you know. Either benign or nefarious reasons, and uh, so far the government has come down by saying it's like you don't own the airspace above your property, so what you did was illegal. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So. Yeah, it's that's, a, that's the future the fun, is coming. Like, real, real world robot stuff that's going to be going on here. Uh, it's pretty neat. We're we're not quite to the giant robots yet, uh, but I think we'll build up to them. <laughs> have you seen the video of that robot who's trying to like do simple office tasks and it just starts destroying the office <laughs> <laughs> That's I my will say favorite I worked in a hospital where they had a the pharmacy had a what I used to call the R2 unit mm. and it would oh, be, yeah? it would actually go down the hall ring call for an elevator uh, and drop the medicines off in each unit Oh, neat. Little R2 helping out. Yeah, and then uh, if you got in its way, it would say, please move. (laughs) (laughs) And then it would whip out its taser. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I said move. (laughs) It's a lot nicer than the nurses. They would just hip check you. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So we we got some really neat, you know, real world stuff that's happening, I think. As well as as well as our entertainment, so. But I think with that, that wraps up uh, the Mech Bay Hainer and one full year of Mobile Armor Radio. One... Save it for the Xville. <laughs> yeah. So let's head there now. Let's Xville out of here. Let's get out of here. Yep, and now we're at the Xville, the last segment of our show where we. Uh, Bid you all farewell and and a good night and all that kind of fun stuff. I'll be Zane. Add you to you and you and you. <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, thank you all for for checking out the 
the show again and and for for being with us for this this full full year man the time flies yes thanks very much for sticking with us for a full year uh as crazy and distangent and ridiculous as we get uh i hope you guys find it entertaining at least yeah and you guys are awesome too like it's it's been really really amazing to see this this community kind of develop around the show and people are just coming and, and posting yes. their creations or, or projects or games that they love. We love sharing that kind of stuff with, with everybody. Yeah, it's great times. You can go to the Facebook group, Mobile Armor Radio. You can go to our Discord. All the links are, are all over the place. They'll be on the post here. And uh, come enjoy all all the interaction because that's, that's the real fun of it. Us yammering on for an hour or so a uh, month. Is just the catalyst <laughs> for the interaction on these uh, sites. So social media. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so, if you'd like to like uh, to see any anything in particular in next year's uh, show, uh, you know, feel free to to drop us a line and and shoot us a message. If you have any stories you'd like to share, by all means, leave comments below. Check out that that uh, that offshoot show where. Where Rob and and Pat are, are reviewing the Transformers comics, leave comments there. Yes. <laughs> also, yeah, below on the this post, let us know what you want to see in the this upcoming year because uh, I'm sure you have better ideas than we do. <laughs> yeah, that would be nice. We yeah. do, uh, uh, we also check out uh, our YouTube channel. I do some. Well, I'm hoping these other guys will step up, but nah, <laughs> we're leaving that to you, Pat. You got it. You got it done. You got it down to a science. So, uh, check out some unboxings and gameplays. Yeah, maybe at uh, Gen Con we can get a game of something in. We'll record it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Again, if you're going to be at Gen Con, come by booth eight thirty five, the Mantic booth. Say hi to me and Rob. Yep, I'll be the one chained to a desk. I don't know what game I'll be forced to play <laughs> until I don't like to play it anymore. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We'll see how it is. All right. Well, with that, I'm Ben Bryan. I've been Chopper. I'm still Rob. Have a great night, everybody. Oh, boy. See you next year. And not not in the actual year year, but in the year yes. as in the next season of the show. Season two. <laughs> season Coming two. next month. Yes. The Reckoning. <laughs> the Reckoning. Season two Electric Boogaloo. That's what it is. Exactly. Yeah. Mech Boogaloo. (laughs) Gotta name that next episode that. Gotta remember that, people. Mech Electric. Mech Boogaloo. Bye bye. This has been Mobile Armor Radio. Join our Facebook group by searching for Mobile Armor Radio. Find us on Twitter at M Armor Radio. Find us on iTunes and visit our website, mobilearmorradio.podbean.com. Join us on the first of every month for more Mecha Discussion. I'm ready to go. I'm recording, so anytime. (laughs) Anytime. (laughs) I moved my microphone. (laughs) I fell. Oh, God. (laughs) Call 911, my hip. I was hoping I'd get it done before Brian started talking. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, we're going to leave that part in. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I think I got a bug in my eye now. <laughs>